from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday evening from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. Today is the, wow, what is it already? Year of our Lord, 2021, but what month is it? It is June and it's the 25th. Oh my land, so that means the year is already pretty much half over. Where did it go? Oh, so much going on, so much going on, and sometimes it's just hard to just settle down and make it go slow. I wish we could slow it all down quite a bit, actually. Either way, folks, thanks for giving me the second hour of your very precious time of your day. You are watching live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Does it make me humble to say I'm humble? That's the riddle of the day. Some would say no. Some would say no, but the reason why I say that is because compared to what I used to be, I have a completely different person. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's very humbling to um, hold yourself accountable every day. It's very humbling to look in the mirror every day. And it's very humbling to see how you're stacking up against the Ten Commandments every single day of your life. But it's also one of the greatest blessings that you could ever, ever ask for. So, I'm going to go right now to YouTube, where is one of the platforms that we are live right now, and I'd like to uh, shout out a few people there. Patricia Burns from Philadelphia. It's good to see you. Angie B. says, Hello, fellow patriots from North Carolina. We've got Kathy Ratcliffe watching. Of course, Thomas Hammaker, which that was, gave us that great story earlier today. So, uh, thank you very much, uh, Thomas. For And he is in uh, Uvalde, Texas. So thank you very much, Thomas. I'd like to thank, um, I don't know the actual name, but it's Tutusby uh, or Tutusby on YouTube. Tammy Eds, good to see you from Florida. Heather Raddick says, howdy, Jeremy. Shout out to you from Texas with all the election audits. Why hasn't anyone addressed the fact that our vote for president isn't required? It's a gesture. We vote our legislatures who pick the president. You know, if you go back and you read a lot of the Federalist Papers and the founding documents, you'll find that you are pretty correct there, but a lot has changed over the years, and too many amendments have been made to something that should have never been amended in the first place. In the first place, and I'd also like to go now to Rumble and say hello to some people there, so please give me your name. Of course, we've got Corn Pop watching, as Corn Pop always watches from his basement in who knows where. I'm sure he doesn't even know. Of course, we're talking about the real corn pop though right uh <laughs> natasha thank you very much for joining in i appreciate it um denise can't wait to watch trump's rally on saturday i agree um by the way i will not be making it to the trump rally i'm not going to be leaving that earlier i did try to switch things out it just isn't possible especially since we were gone all last week um i would have had to leave today which means i couldn't do the show you know what i mean but i will be obviously in michigan on monday darlene mcduff is watching cookie Cutter, Wendy, you are here. Wendy, I just want you to let you know that your information for your business has been forwarded on to the guy who does my website. Uh, him and his family are on vacation right now. He said he'd get to it as soon as he gets back. I just wanted to give you that update. Holly, 2701 on Rumble says, Jeremy, shout out my baby. His birthday is tomorrow, and he'll be six years old. He loves you and wanted to say, have a Jeremy Harrell birthday. Well, hey, well, you know what? 
Let's sing. Well, what's his name? I didn't catch his name. Can you please let me know his name, and we'll sing him a happy birthday song. Being six years old, I know he'll definitely appreciate that. Reet45 on Rumble says, Hi, Jeremy. So glad I got you while you were live and not later. Yay, I finally figured it out. Uh, Miranda Dolan says, My mom, Gail, and I send love from Central Florida. JL Jazz says, Hi, Jeremy. Jen J from Minnesota. How you doing, Jen J? We got Vicky in the house. Um, let's see. Share your videos all the time, says Angel, or Angel K, I believe. Angel K. So thank you so very much. And let's see. I'm looking for that young boy's name, but I am not seeing it in the threads. I'll continue to keep my eye open. And by the way, since we're using this time to share the video, get it out there, get it to all our friends and family, um, Does any, if anybody has the link handy, I don't have it quite handy, uh, to the new YouTube page, can you please put it in the Rumble comment section? Because I want everybody to go follow that YouTube page because that's the only place they're going to be able to watch anything live while I'm gone. Kay Cullen 14 says, shout out to Jeremy. Kaylee Diane, it looks like, from Tennessee. Great, great place, Tennessee. I, you know what? If I didn't live in New Hampshire... Tennessee might be, might be where I go. His name is Mac. Okay, well then let's do that. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mac. <laughs> Hip hop. Happy birthday to you. God bless you, brother. I'm glad you are. Um, I'm glad you got a wonderful mother. I'm glad you're going to be six years old. That's incredible. You're getting to be pretty big now. Pretty soon you're going to start driving. So you might want to slow down. Slow your roll and let your mom enjoy you being little, okay? Love you, buddy. God bless you, man. Okay, um, let's move on right now. I want to um, give a shout-out to another person, Patricia. I hope I say this name right. Patricia Schroeder. hope I said that right. Patricia uh, sent a message this morning, said she's been watching the show for so long, and she also needed prayers when she lost family members. She lost her parents, and she asked for prayers, and apparently I didn't see that at that time and i just want to say patricia um hope you've been coping well you know where you you know where you can go when you really need help when you need that emotional help you can always lean on god and i just want to thank you so much for your viewership i want to thank you for being part of the live from america family and i want to say that we all love you and all of us all of us are here for you anytime you need us i just just like you can reach out to me you can reach out to anybody in here stacy witsit lee mango lee manglona you could reach out i'm sure to um to 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 sam uh, majaya and linda majaya they they're watching they'd help out you could reach out to um anybody anybody that watches this show all of the great people that we mentioned that we shout out everybody is here for each other and it's truly incredible and it's an incredible thing to watch. Uh, a. Garcia says, Jeremy, I was listening to the 11 o'clock hour show um, a moment ago. You were so funny when whispering like Biden. <laughs> that was just creepy, wasn't it? Wasn't that just creepy? All right, folks, I want to give you an update on the address for Illinois. The Illinois, Ottawa, Illinois location has changed where we're going to be on the... Um, on the 29th, okay, and it's changed because of uh, of rain in the forecast. It was going to be at Washington Square Park, Park, I believe, on Lafayette Street. It is now going to be at Pittstick Pavilion, which is about 10 minutes away, 3401 Illinois 23, Ottawa, Illinois. Again, that's the Pittstick Pavilion, 3401 Illinois 23, Ottawa, Illinois. It's moved to an indoor location because of rain, something out of my control completely. I just found out yesterday, so please, please spread the word to anybody who's going to the Illinois show. And Illinois is where I'm from, not Ottawa. 
But Illinois is where I'm originally from, so it's going to be really nice to get back into that region, say hello to everybody, see all the cornfields outside of Chicago for as far as the eye can see. <laughs> Corn Pop says, love this show I saw on Telegram. You can do group video chats. Yes, and we've done them before, actually, and I like to do them when I'm out on the road. Uh, it's a nice way to con connect with you guys when I can't go live at the certain times. All right, folks, we're going to move all of our attention where it should be right now and where it should be 24 hours a day. Unfortunately, we are human who live in the flesh, and we have a lot going on in our lives just in order to stay on some kind of a path, but it's always going to be a great path if it's the path of Jesus. So let's clear our minds. Let's take a deep breath because we're going to go to the Word. And we're going to get the Word from devotionals from Jesus Calling, and then we will revert to the actual verse that this devotion this devotional is taken from. And it's really, really quite interesting when I read this today. And it's from the evening version of Jesus Calling, by the way. It's really quite interesting um, with all the stuff that's been going on, with all the people who've been losing people, losing... Um, uh, earlier we spoke of, uh, of a woman who lost her son, tragically, in a motorcycle accident. And I, and I read this, and it made me think of all the people that we've been praying for, and including Patricia Schroeder and so many. It says this, June 25th, 2021. Your difficulties do not signi your difficulties do not signify lack of faith or lack of blessing. Let me reread that one more time so it really sinks in. Listen closely. Your difficulties do not signify lack of faith or lack of blessing. They are means to help you stay on the path I have chosen for you. Though the way before you may be steep and rocky. It is nonetheless the path of life. It is where you encounter my luminous presence, radiating peace that transcends your limitations. And it's so very true, folks. Unfortunately, when we're th going through the storm, it's really hard to see that. But when we're going through the storm, when we're going through something rough, when we're going through patches of where we're, we're, we're just don't feel like we're being answered, when we're going through things where we have to be really patient, that's when we find our strength. In Christ. That's where we find our strength in Christ. That's where you that's where He He is waiting for you all the time. And it's so hard sometimes to just stop the human way of thinking and stop the flesh way of thinking and really just focus on God. So the that pulls from Habakkuk 3 17 through 19. Again, Habakkuk 3 17 through 19, which says, Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines. Though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to go on the heights. And also from Philippians, which is one of my favorite books of the Bible, 4-7, Philippians 4-7, which says, And the peace of God which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And before you close those eyes tonight, have no doubt, I am your blessing, you according to your needs and my unique design for you. I am blessing you according to your needs and my unique design for you. And God shapes us like clay. It says it, it, it references clay in the Bible so much about how God will mold you and shape you. 
I couldn't tell you all the references there are to that. And that's exactly what we are, folks. We are babies. This is basic instructions before leaving Earth. We are in some kind of a womb right now. This is a growth period for us. Our life on this planet, and, and, and hopefully that's 100 years for most people. But let's just say that 100 years that you have, that you live in that 100 years on this Earth, that is a stage for our soul. So much like being in the womb of our mom was a stage for us being humans, this is a stage. And after this stage, we finally get to understand what it's like to transcend the flesh and get out of this misery that Satan has brought into this world. So, that, ladies and gentlemen, is from Jesus Calling. The evening version. I know some of you have the Jesus Calling, but it's the morning version that you read from. I have one that has both, and thanks to a wonderful viewer of the show. Um, again, folks, if you have not followed the new YouTube page, it's LFA with Jeremy Harrell. If anybody in who's watching Rumble right now can please get the link for that, put it in the Rumble link so people have that, and everybody who on YouTube... You already have it. So, Robert Leckie says, had to get off Rumble, freezing up bigly. Well, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. It's weird, because when I'm watching it, I'm watching it on two feeds, on a cell phone and a uh, laptop, which is connected to a TV over there, and I barely, barely see freezing. So, I'm not sure why that does that for some folks. Um, SL Me says, gosh, we are totally feeling the growing pains. You are correct. We really are, and there's so many people who experience loss in this family. It's just so good that we're such a tight-knit family here. Um, okay, folks, it's the time for the Lord's Prayer. And again, when you're thinking of the Lord's Prayer, really, really try to focus on the words. Don't just say them in, in repetition every single day. And uh, you know, focus on something that really means a lot to you out of the, the Lord's Prayer. Again, me, the thing that I focus on is on earth as it is in heaven. That is something that I just, I get this visual that's quite, quite amazing. But please, folks, say it with me so everybody around you can hear it because courage is definitely contagious. And we need more courage now than we ever have before. So, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, I want to ask you a question. How many of you actually repent daily? Um, I actually, I got to be honest with you. I didn't, I, there's been many, many, many days where I didn't repent. I can't really start the day without my devotional and, and, my, and my research and my, my prayers and my reading. I can't ever start the day without that. But I do often go days without repenting. And I feel that when I actually repent, like daily, whether it be night or morning, I actually feel better. So I'm just curious, and I'm not saying you have to or you don't have to. What I'm asking you is, how many of you actually repent daily? I would be curious to know. So if you please could be in the comments, whether it be Rumble or YouTube, please let me know. And if you haven't yet, like and Rumble the video and share it out to a friend because sharing is caring. Are you ready? YouTube, Rumble, are you ready? Then let's get ready to rumble, folks. The first and foremost section of today, the Biden Justice Department in the fake, phony, illegitimate Biden regime has announced that they are suing the state of Georgia over Georgia's recent election uh, integrity laws. Absolute phony, absolute ridiculous, 
absolutely racist on the part of the DOJ, just like the video I showed you the other day of the 99.9% .9 white liberals who have no idea what they're saying when they are actually stating that black people cannot get IDs, and especially when the video camera went into minority communities and asked specifically black and brown people, do you have ID? And every one of them looked at you like, are you crazy? Of course I have ID. This is a major, major racist move by the DOJ, the racist calling other people racist, the pot calling the kettle black, no pun intended, but it's just a phrase that we're using about somebody who is a hypocrite and is calling somebody else something that they are themselves. This is a constant projection of guilt from liberals, from progressives, and literally from the entire Democratic, today's Democratic Party, all the time, projecting their selves onto other people to make them feel better about themselves by demonizing others who it has nothing to do with. Who it has nothing to do with. Now here's the catch-22 in all of this. Here's the catch-22. They are suing Georgia over Georgia's recent election integrity laws, which, number one, they have zero jurisdiction to do unless Georgia is actually committing a crime. They have, let me say it again, zero, zip, zilch, nada, nothing, ever. They have zero jurisdiction over what a state does with election laws. Period. As long as they're not committing any crimes. Number two, there are Democratic states right now currently that have just as or even more strict voter, uh, voter ID laws than Georgia. And not just voter ID laws when it comes to mail-in ballots and everything else. Just look at the state that they moved the Major League Baseball, MLB, which is BLM backwards, All-Star Game to Colorado. They have voter... Um, Voter ID laws. So there are tons of Democratic states who have the same, if not stronger, voter integrity laws. Do you want to know why they're going after Georgia? Do you want to know why they're going to go after Arizona? Do you want to know why they're trying to stick their nose in business that they have zero jurisdiction in sticking it? Because they are called swing states, ladies and gentlemen. Swing. Swing. And why are they called swing states? Because sometimes they swing to the left, and sometimes they swing to the right. And the Democrats know that they cannot win the Electoral College vote for the President of the United States in this country without swing state victories. That is why they're not going after states like Colorado, who have voter ID laws. That is why they're not going after states like any other blue state, because they know they already got those in the bag. This is why it's going to turn into a complete crap show for them. The Biden Justice Department, they may be corrupt. The FBI, we know is corrupt. The top press at the Pentagon, we know are corrupt. The FS, FC, F, uh, FF, FCC, the FEC, the ABC, the LGBTQ, any, of, any alphabet you want to, we know that they're all corrupt. We get that. But I didn't know how incredibly dumb this administration from top to bottom actually is. They're, they're, they're so... Oh, I don't even know. I, I, I just I have no words. I have no words. I, now, fortunately, we have a thing called the Constitution. Where the, and this is going to go to the Supreme Court. What, see, the reason why they're suing them, they, don't, they probably don't think they're going to win. 
But they're trying to kick the can down the road past the 22 elections. That's what they're trying to do. Past the 2022 elections. They're going to try to wrap this stuff up in court, hold it up in court for as long as possible so that the laws can't go into effect. You ask me, the law should be in effect right now, and you want to try to drag this out in court, drag it out as long as you want. But here's the laws, here's the way they're going to be. This is what I've been talking about, about the states taking back their own rights, taking back the power from the federal government. The federal government has no jurisdiction, according to this book right here, the Constitution, read it front to back, it's not very long, it's a heck of a lot shorter than most of our bills that run through Congress, by this right here, which is the founding document of our country, which is the default setting, trumps everything, as long as it, if, if it goes against this, it's null and void. This right here says each state in the United States of America shall run its own elections, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. All it is is a kick the can down the road stall tactic so that they don't have to have these voter ID laws in place in the swing states that they need to win in order to win the presidency till after 2022 because they know there's a big red wave coming. They also know without them being able to cheat, they're in a bad place. They're in a bad, bad place. So ladies and gentlemen, that is the first and foremost section of today and let me cap it off with reading president trump's statement about exactly this let me get to it real quick here and that's what i love about president trump by the way man the guy is so he doesn't even need twitter he doesn't need facebook he doesn't need instagram he doesn't need any of them all he has to do is 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 put out a press release and it gets picked up by everybody let me read what president trump said he said biden's department of justice just announced that they are suing the great state of georgia over its election integrity act Actually, it should be the other way around. The people of Georgia should sue the state and their elected officials for running a corrupt and rigged 2020 presidential election and for trying to suppress the vote of the American people in Georgia, which is exactly what they did. If we don't address these issues from the 2020 election head on and we allow radical left Democrats to continue to politicize the DOJ and law enforcement, we will lose our country. Capital letters, save America. Now, just last night, he also said, take back America. Now, let's go back to what he said in this real quick. He said, the people of Georgia should sue the state and their elected officials. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because all over the uh, all over the fake news right now, this uh, fake news was indeed fake news. They are trying to say that the uh, judge yesterday actually granted the Democrats, the left, um, the case um, basically granted their motion in the state of Georgia. That is false. That is 1,000, if that's even a thing, percent false. Why? Because the judge did nothing of the sort. You know what the judge actually did? That their motion was that you cannot sue the, go- you cannot sue the state government of the, uh, the state because the state government has immunity. So the judge said, okay, well, you know what you can do? You can sue the um the election officials you can sue each election official and you can literally point your lawsuit and your um uh your any of your lawsuits whether you're whether you're suing them for financial monetary gain whether you're suing them to overturn something he said now there's somebody you can sue since since the since the state government has immunity and you can't actually sue the state government which i believe is ridiculous by the way then you can. Then he said, "I'll point that. And I'll give somebody that you can sue, which is the election officials." 
you will hold them accountable for what they did or what they did not do. That is what happened, ladies and gentlemen. So don't let Washington Post, the New York Times, MSNBC, crappy CNN, or any of the other fake news. We don't want fake news. Don't let them out, those outlets tell you that Georgia, that the uh, the effort for the the audit in Georgia failed yesterday because it did it did anything but fail. It actually gave a direction to point all of these lawsuits at and people to hold accountable. Boom. Woo. Isn't it great? Isn't it great when you're winning? Hey, election officials. You're fired. See you later. You're fired. <laughs> Woo, let's go to the uh, social media platforms for some comments, shall we? We've got Douglas that says, LFA, Jeremy, and God will assist in bringing back President Trump's triumphant return in August of 2021. Hallelujah. Boy, wouldn't, you, wouldn't that be great if we all worked together and did that? George Arnold on YouTube says, I hope they do. So they have to hear all the evidence. And Thomas Hamaker says, that is what we need. Alyssa Kessler says, Trump was on Newsmax this morning. Let's shoot over to Rumble real quick. Roxanne says, that is good to know. Um, Let's see. A lot of people talking about how much they love RSBN. Uh, Angel Eye says, what time is the rally? I believe it's tomorrow night. And Claire1964 says, I need a margarita. I need a margarita. She says, well, it is Friday. It is Friday. So, you know, go sit out in your porch, sit out in your yard, pull up a lawn chair, whatever you have to do, open some windows, turn on your air conditioner, make a margarita and sit there and enjoy the afternoon. That's my advice to you. That's my advice to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on. More bad news for the illegitimate Biden regime. Kamala Harris today goes to El Paso, Texas. She does not go to the actual border. She goes to El Paso, Texas, and she's got 10 million excuses, except for the actual question that was asked on why she came to El, pa- El Paso. Well, um, I'll have you know that uh, El Paso is where the Trump administration... Uh, nope. See, that's what I want these reporters to start doing. You know, there's even some there that don't give her a free pass. I would like them to start getting a little bit more, you know, rambunctious. Nope, that's not what I asked. Stop cackling and stop lying. I asked why you didn't go directly to the border. Why did you come to El Paso? Well, El Paso, nope. Nope. I didn't ask that. I want to start start seeing people do that. That's what I'm talking about. We need to hold people accountable, man. We just need to, and, and but here's the problem: they're so afraid of losing their uh, their ability to be called on for a question. I get it; it's a double-edged sword. But man, somebody come on, somebody stand up. Anyway, she comes there. She gives every excuse in the world on why she went to El Paso, right? But the greatest part about her visit to El Paso, Texas today, was that she was met by more Trump supporters than she was Biden supporters. Now, how could that be? How could that be for a team, a dynamic duo, such as Cackling Kama Harris and Petto Joe? How could a dynamic duo like that, who got more votes than anybody in the history of ever, how could they have nobody greet them wherever they go? They don't even have little circles anymore. They don't even have enough people to fill the empty circles if they did put them on the ground. It's funny, everywhere that Petto Joe or Cackling Kamala Harris decide that they're going to go today, there are more Trump supporters there to meet them all the time than there are Biden supporters. Where are you? Where are you? Where are all of you? 
Where are all of you at the four dollar uh, a gallon of gas pump pumps? Where are you? Are you talking talking big now, huh? Where are you? Where are you when the inflation is higher than it's ever been since 1992? Where are you? Where are you when there are more jobs in America that are unfilled than there are filled? Where are you? Hmm. Amazing, isn't it? 81 million votes and nobody to, to, to celebrate. Meanwhile, President Trump's going to go to Ohio tomorrow. You watch that place rock. That'll be like the biggest rock concert. It'll be bigger than Foo Fighters only come in if you're a vaccinated person uh, concert. It'll be massive. And he's only going to gain and gain and gain power. Meanwhile, the corrupt DA in New York says there could be charges coming against the Trump Foundation or the Trump uh, Trump something. Not the Trump campaign, the Trump Foundation, the Trump, whatever Trump's organization. Excuse me, there we go. There could be charges coming as early as next week from the corrupt DA in Manhattan for the Trump organization. Ooh. Nobody cares. You can't beat Trump. Man, how many times have we got to say the same thing over and over again? Over and over again, we got to say the same thing. You can't beat Trump. Meanwhile, you keep trying to do it. Just keep trying to do it. Oh. Anyway, folks, we're going to take a quick break real quick. And uh, we'll be back with more Live from America in a minute. We're going to go highlight some great businesses. And uh, just stay tuned. We'll be right back. And this is the part where I'm going to go to JeremyHarrell.com and actually highlight an America strong business. See it right here? Lifeware. Made in the USA. Out of Pottstown, Pennsylvania. These guys are watchers, of, are viewers of the show. They're supporters of the show. They're great people. All of their stuff is made in the USA. They are right here on the America Strong page on JeremyHarrell.com. Let's go ahead. Let's click their website, which is LifeWare.net. There it is right there, folks. Good honest people making good honest garments lifewear.net that's l-i-f-e-w-e-a-r.net they're a family owned business they're in pennsylvania and everything they do is of course made in the usa how can it get any better than that folks so make sure you check out the america strong page it's there for a reason it's there for all of you and people are already reaping the benefits of it because they're getting uh, like-minded, patriot-loving, Trump-supporting, life from America, watching people who are taking care of them and giving them uh, honest, honest quotes, honest, uh, honest uh, numbers for an honest day's work. It's awesome. It really is awesome. Becky80 on Rumble says, I went to Etsy today and I found some good things. That's awesome. See, that's what that's there for. That's why we built that. And there's a whole bunch of new businesses to put on there that my web guy will put on there when he gets back from vacation okay um betty 747 says oh my god my amputee husband just hung our new usa flag what a job (laughs) tell your husband that we love him and i don't know what part of his body he's missing but if he's an amputee and he's getting up there hanging up flags got to give that man that's a true patriot right there nothing gonna stop him God bless him. Melissa says, I, I got called racist yesterday on Facebook. <laughs> the woman said, I bet you don't sell your handbags to Mexicans and blacks. I replied, yes, but not to a, <laughs> not to the A words like you. <laughs> oh, sometimes you got to go there. Sometimes you got to go there. All right, folks, 
Welcome back, right here, live from America. Let's give the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day you've been waiting for. I always wait for the Dumb Dumb and the Smarty of the Day, but this one is definitely worth it. Matter of fact, this one's worth a lot more than that, and he's getting on my nerves more and more. I tried to forgive him. I did forgive him. I tried to not be mad at him. I can't not be mad at the guy. The guy is driving me insane. The Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to none other than Rhino. Dig yourself a little deeper, won't you? Mike Pence. Right into the Rhino bucket. Do you want to know why Mike Pence gets the Rhino Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, folks? Well, it's because of what he said about January 6th. It's because of what he said about all of us. It's because of what he did. Actually, it's because of what he didn't do. And what he didn't do was have the courage to kick it back to the states knowing the fraud that was there. Knowing that these state legislatures were circumvented. Knowing that the chain of custody was not there. He might not have known all that had happened because a lot more has come to light since January. Okay? But he knew enough to kick it back to the states and he should have done that. He should have done that. So let's go ahead right now and listen to Mike Pence and what he said about his job on January 6th, shall we? January 6th was a dark day in the history of the United States Capitol. But thanks to the swift action of Capitol Police and law enforcement, the violence was quelled, the Capitol secured, and we reconvened the Congress the very same day to finish the work of counting electoral votes from every state in the union. Now, there are those in our party who believe that in my position as presiding officer over the joint session, that I possess the authority to reject or return electoral votes certified by the states. That's where you're wrong right there, though. Let's stop it right there. Let's stop it right there. You said that you had the power to overturn and send back certified votes that were certified by the states. That's where you're wrong. They were not legally certified by the states. 100%. They were not legally certified by the states. They were certified by radical secretary of states, radical governors, and radical supreme courts within that state that changed election law illegally under the, the nose of the state legislatures. That is why you're wrong on that. Now, had you been right, and had these state certifications been in the, in the direct, um, uh, uh, directly to, uh, get to the law that they were supposed to be sent under, then yeah, you would have a point. You would have a point there. But you knew that at that, you knew in January, you knew in, you knew in December, that those slate of electors that were sent to you we're not done the right way. That is why. So let's go ahead and continue to play. The Constitution provides the Vice President with no such authority before the joint session of Congress. And the truth is, there's almost no idea more un-American than the notion that any one person could choose the American President. Your CNN, your fake news. The presidency belongs to the American people and the American people alone. Yep, it does. You're right about that. So does your fate. And I will always be proud that we did our part. Nope. On that tragic day to reconvene the Congress and fulfilled our duty 
under the Constitution and the laws of the United States. Wrong! Now, I understand the disappointment many feel about the last election. I can relate. Oh, can you? I was on the ballot. Nobody cares. You know, there's more at stake than our party and our political fortunes in this moment. Yeah, like your salvation. If we lose faith in the Constitution, we won't just lose elections. We'll lose our country. There you go, folks. There you go. That's Mike Pence saying how proud he was to do what he did. Saying how proud he was to, to accept those fraudulent slate of elector, electors. That's Mike Pence. I don't know what he thinks he's doing right now. He has to double down. He has no other choice. He can't come out. He can't come out now and say, well, I messed up. He can't do that. He thinks he's actually got a political future. That's what drives me nuts. Like, if you were just going to ride off into the sunset, bye, see you later, have a good one, have a good life, okay. But the fact that he's that arrogant, he's either that arrogant, he's either that, hmm, he's either that much of an arrogant rhino elitist, or he's just plain dumb, and I don't think he's just plain dumb. I don't think the man's dumb at all. But I guarantee you he won't have anything to do with President Trump going forward. President Trump's keeping things civil right now because he has to. President Trump is dropping hints and not saying things definitively right now because he has to. But you don't think, the pre don't think for a minute President Trump is going to surround himself with people like Mike Pence, even Kevin McCoward, Mitch, McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McChina, Mark Meadows, General Milley, don't think he's going to surround himself with people like that ever again. He learned way too much. Fool him once, shame on you. Fool him twice, shame on him. And President Trump is not going to allow that to happen. So Mike Pence gets the first dumb-dumb award of the day, but it's going to be followed up right by another dumb-dumb award. Now, Mike Pence was a rhino that gets one. These are crybaby Democrats. Oh, this is going to make your blood boil. Ready to watch this? This, ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to see in here is Democrats in Ohio during an actual amendment hearing. And what is the amendment? To ban transgender males from competing against females. Now, when you start hearing this young lady speak, it's truly amazing because she's standing up for women's rights. What does the left claim to do every single day? Stand up for women's rights. Every single day, the left is like, my body, my choice, stand up for women's right. A woman should be believed at all times, even if she's lied a thousand times. Blah, 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 blah. Women, 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 right? Until it actually comes time to stand up for women's rights. So instead of acting like adults, they did something worse than they did in Texas. In Texas, they just walked out, didn't do their job. I get it. Not in OHIO. The Democrats in Ohio decided that they were going to start slamming on their desks and screaming as loud as they could. La 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 la. I can't hear you. La 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 la. I can't hear you. La 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 la. Nobody cares. Here we go. Ohio Democrats, folks. To amend with Amendment 
The chair has the amendment. The amendment appears to be in order. The representative may proceed. Wonderful. The Save Women's Sports Act is a fairness issue for women to be able to achieve their dreams and athletics in our state. And it's crucial to preserving women's rights and the integrity of women's and girls' sports. Across our country, female athletes are currently losing scholarships, opportunities, medals, education, and training opportunities. They're starting to bang. This amendment will require schools that are part of the OHSAA to designate separate teams for participants of the biological sex. No school interscholastic no conference or organization that regulates interscholastics shall permit biological males to participate on athletic team or an athletic competition designated only for biological female participants. Currently Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Democratic Party of 2020, 2021 in the United States of America. Lie, cheat, steal, cry, throw a fit, whine, play victim, project their hate on everybody else, no real substance, no conversation, no real debate, no discussion, no logic, no common sense, no brain. That's the perfect summary of today's Democrat. Immature, crybaby, wine. Oh, want a little cheese with that wine? You're elected to a position in the state legislature? I just don't get it. All right, let's <laughs> let's move on and talk about some real patriots, shall we? Mike Lindell, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, all of them argued in court, in federal court, ladies and gentlemen, argued in federal court yesterday against the lawsuit that Dominion has filed on each one of them. So Mike Lindell had his attorneys there, Sidney Powell had his attorney, her attorneys there, and Rudy Giuliani had his attorneys there. I read the entire transcript today, and it was actually sickening. It was actually ridiculously stupid on the part of Dominion, and this is coming from somebody who does not practice law. I read the entire transcript today, but I caught something when I was reading it that was completely, completely worth sharing with all of you. Now, you know how the Democrats love, and I mean love, cancel culture, right? I mean, that's their entire life, cancel culture. We don't like you, we cancel you, period. We don't like what you're saying, we cancel you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I decided to screenshot some of this, um, some of this back and forth, and I want to read it to you. But Dominion's attorneys have said that the three defendants... Post-November 3rd's claims caused injury to the Toronto-based company. In lawsuits, the company said it suffered more than $600 million in lost profit and revenue, as well as other costs, while adding it spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on, on enhanced private security. Quote, The harm to Dominion's business and reputation is unprecedented and irreparable. Because of how fervently millions of people believe it, end quote. Its lawyers wrote in a lawsuit against Giuliani. Dominion also filed a defamation lawsuit against Fox News, accusing it of making false claims about the firm. Fox has moved to dismiss the case as well. So this was a case in which Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Mike Lindell were moving for the federal judge to get rid 
of the lawsuit. Now, they have their own lawsuits on Dominion as well, not a countersuit. Funny thing about that, though. <laughs> you made us lose $600 million in revenue and reputation is destroyed forever. Welcome to cancel culture. <laughs> Welcome to cancel culture. Now you know what it feels like, don't you? So this is actually pretty incredible. Because if Dominion's defense is you've, made, you've hurt our reputation, you've made us lose money, and we'll never get that money back because of what you did to us, isn't that exactly what cancel culture is? So if a judge rules in favor of Dominion, wouldn't they have to then have a precedent set at a federal level? So that anybody who gets cancel cultured from here on out can go and do that same thing? Oh, you've destroyed my business and my reputation. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do. Look what they did to all those poor uh, businesses trying to come back after COVID when it pertained to the MLB All-Star Game. Look at what they did. Cancel culture. Uh, lost money and, 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 and hurt their business and ir uh, um, irreparable damages. Right? Look at all the people, like myself, look at the people who make a living off of uh, like YouTube, like Crowder and stuff, demonetizing them. I never monetized any of my, vid my uh, videos ever on any platform. All of the funds, the monetary funds that come into Live from America come from all of you guys, and you all know that. And a partnership with Mike Lindell and stuff like that, but... So I never had to, I, I didn't ever care if they, they could never demonetize me because I was never monetized. But look at all the people like Candace Owens and, 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 and Crowder and everybody who depend on money and then they get cancel cultured and they lose everything. Look at Mike Lindell, folks. One of the guys fighting harder than any patriot in the country right now. Lost 40% of his income because of all these big box stores dropping him. 40% of his income. Guess what he never did? He never laid off a single person. Lost 40% of his income and never laid off a single person. That's a man. That's a patriot. He didn't allow cancel culture to beat him. He beat cancel culture and he's still fighting it head on with his reputation on the line. With losing 40% of his income. Now let's say he makes a billion dollars a year. That means he lost $400,000 a year. If he made a bill or $400 million a year if he made a billion. Now he still makes six hundred. Uh, 600 million but still you know what i mean you get what i'm saying right didn't lay off one person so if these guys want to set the precedent that you're not allowed to cancel culture them well then that should leak right on to everybody else who's getting cancel cultured right go ahead and set that precedent corn pop says does my pillow make swim trunks no i don't think so but they do make a lot of stuff they do make a lot of stuff including these bad boys right here these my slippers i got those and it's like walking on I don't know, like two feet of feathers. It's pretty awesome, actually. Speaking of that, while we're talking about MyPillow.com, right now, if you put in the promo code LFA, you get buy one, get one free Giza Dream Sheets, which, by the way, are laying on them, or like laying on great silk. And also, you get, if you buy the pillow mattress topper, you get two free MyPillows with buying the pillow uh, mattress topper. So it's pretty amazing. LFA, and, and then some money comes back to the show as well for using the, the code. But that's but but my point here is they're setting a precedence for cancel culture. See what I'm saying? All right, folks, we talked about this earlier. President Trump doing more than we think he is. President Trump having a strategy. President Trump working behind the scenes at things that you and I can't even imagine, can't even fathom. Now, we're also getting reports 
that people who are retiring from the military are still getting thank you letters from President Donald Trump, not President Biden. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, folks. A lot of really weird stuff. But here's the greatest thing. And I'm going to play this for you right now. Rick Grinnell, who we all love, know and love. I got to uh, meet him down at CPAC. Rick Grinnell said something to President Trump, which sparked President Trump to say something else. Now, some of you have probably seen this if you have Facebook. I'm sure it was all over Facebook. But you're going to want to hear what President Trump said about next week. And this will give you a little hint of the kind of stuff that President Trump does, how he works, how he markets, how he advertises, how he uses PR. It's truly incredible. But check this out, what he said. Oh, of course, we have an ad. Ah, I guess this guy's got to make money too, right? Here we go. They had a big victory yesterday in court, as you probably heard and are reporting. Georgia, that was a big victory. And Arizona is going. The senators are great, great patriots. I'll tell you, Karen Fan and Borelli and all of these senators, they are great patriots. And they'll be recognized as such, what they're doing with the forensic audit. And it's starting now in Pennsylvania. You have some great senators up there. It's starting It's starting in Wisconsin. Uh, I think the people running the Senate in uh, Michigan, they'll be overthrown because I really believe they are. Uh, there's something very, very wrong going on in Michigan. Uh, Detroit was one of the worst places, maybe the single worst place in the United States. And they're trying to pretend that nothing happened. Detroit was so, and it always has been very, very corrupt with respect to elections, probably the worst in the country. And the Republicans there are trying to throw it under the rug. So I think they'll be primaried and they get them out of there because yeah, they're no good. No, but uh, there's, no tremendous, uh, there's tremendous work going on in 2020. No and you have to know afraid. about it to go forward. Yeah, no one should be afraid of the transparency. Uh, it, it certainly shouldn't be a threat. Listen to what Mr. he says President, here. I know you have to run. Thank you so much for joining us here on Newsmax. It's always a pleasure to see you, and all the best to Melania. Well, thank you for doing such a great job, and I will see you soon, Rick and Rob, and everybody have a good time. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President. Oh, that might not have been. Okay, so that one got cut short. Well, it's always nice to hear President Trump's voice, but that's not the clip I wanted you to hear. So my bad on that one. But what President Trump said in this uh, conversation with Rick Grinnell, he said, I can't really jump out in front of it and say it right now because sometimes we got to keep a lid on some things. He goes, but wait till you see what I do next week regarding big tech. And they said, oh yeah? He said, yep, going to be huge. Wait till you see what I do next week regarding big tech. So you got to think about that. All right, let's break that down. What does that mean? What does that mean? It could mean that he is going to finally unroll and unveil his social media platform that he's been working on. Could mean that. Now, it wasn't the one that was t- President Trump's desk. That was just a test of something. But when he says, wait until you all see what I do with big tech next week, what does he mean? Is he talking lawsuits? Is he talking he still got kind of some power to shut him down? Is he talking about his own social media platform? You take any of those scenarios and I'm game. I'm game. Sell me a ticket to pay-per-view. Let me watch. What is he talking about? I guarantee you it's not. All I can say is it's totally fake news. Just fake. I guarantee you it's not that. I guarantee you it's going to be huge. When he now you got to got to we got to put it all together like we talked about earlier. Rallies. Three statements a day lately. Jumping in and really just giving it to everybody. Making trips to the border. 
talking about what he's going to do with big tech, telling us he's coming back soon, sooner than we think, saying 2024 or before. Come on, man. True international depression. I get so excited. I talk like Biden. I can't even... <laughs> I get so I get so excited, President Trump. Anytime you say anything about coming back, I'm like, true international depression. I don't even know what to say. I just don't know what to say. Woo! <laughs> Man, do I love President Trump. Anyway, folks, I got some good news, and we're going to go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the Day. And for those who didn't like the hip-hop music that we were playing, I got the old traditional drum roll, so let's kick that drum roll. Who's it going to be? The Smarty Award, Friday evening, live from America. It's going to go to the Arizona... State Senate. Woo, Arizona's been killing it. You want to know something, folks? When we look back on this day, when we look back on this day, we're going to be able to say Arizona really stood up for the country. If it wasn't for Arizona leading the way in these forensic audits, if it wasn't for Arizona putting the blueprint forward, if it wasn't for Arizona putting their reputation, and in some cases with doxing their lives, the lives of their children, their careers in jeopardy, if it wasn't for the people of Arizona... We would have never, ever, ever won the battle. We're going to say that someday. Mark my words. Mark my words. But the Arizona Senate passed a bill today banning mask mandates indefinitely. Banning mask mandates indefinitely. And now it's going to go to Governor Doug Ducey's office. And I'll tell you what. You really want to see somebody put a nail in their political coffin? Want to see it? Watch Doug Ducey not sign it. However, I have a feeling he will. We already know that Mark Burnovich is on board with these election um, audits, and we already know that Mark Burnovich is killing it as the Attorney General there. Doug Ducey now will be forced to sign this, and this will be banning mask mandates indefinitely in the wonderful, beautiful state of Arizona. Can I get an amen, ladies and gentlemen? Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Love Arizona, and you watch. Watch. You watch what I tell you. Watch what I tell you. Now, before we... Sh- I-, I got something really funny to end the show today, so don't leave, by the way. This is the last actual story of the day, but then I got something funny to show you. Remember we talked about the j- chairman of the Joint Chief of Staffs the other day, uh, General Milley, and uh, that picture went around with his purple hair and his woke tattoos and his woke nose piercings and stuff because that's what he's finally become, talking about white rage and how crazy January 6th was. I can't believe they even... You know what's crazy about this whole January 6th thing? You know what's crazy? It's how they talk about it like it was the scariest thing in the world. They talk about it like it was truly the scariest thing in the world and we didn't even... We, and I'm talking about we, we're talking about Trump supporters, weren't even the ones that actually started breaking the windows, the operatives for the FBI and the CIA and Antifa and BLM were, but regardless, the Patriots weren't even armed. They weren't even armed, and they sure as heck weren't 250,000 strong. Do you remember just a couple years ago in Virginia when Governor Blackface Northam tried to say he was going to ban guns? Do you remember the 250,000 Patriots who showed up in the streets strapped up and ready to roll? Remember that? Now that would have been an insurrection. That would have been an insurrection. And in my opinion, it would have been exactly what the Constitution tells us we're supposed to do when a government gets to a a point where our government is at right now. So using the terms like, it was the most scary day on earth. Oh, we were hiding behind doors and thank God we had Nancy Pelosi and her street fighting skills to save us. It's such a lie. 
Because if they showed up in Washington, D.C. like they showed up in Virginia a couple years ago, then I could understand why you were so crying, why you were crying so much. Lisa says, who are we going to rag on when Trump comes back? Things will be back to making America great again. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, let's get back to the Joint Chief of Staff, General Milley, for a minute. Now we know, through excerpts that are written in books and other places, that General Milley, Joint Chief of Staff, and Bill Barr, that traitor Bill Barr, were the two top officials that, are, that were stopping President Trump from invoking the Insurrection Act the entire last year of burning cities, burning churches, killing people, murdering people, thieving, robbing, looting, all of that stuff. President Trump wanted to call in the Insurrection Act in between that and what he knew was going on with the election. And apparently, time and time again, when President Trump tried to do it, and this is what I talked about when I said President Trump won't put himself, or uh, he won't have these kind of people around him anymore, General Milley and Bill Barr stopped him at every turn. I don't even know how they can do that. Isn't the President Trump, isn't President of the United States the head of the military? See what I'm saying? You see what I mean about the top brass, the woke top brass and all of the, the drain the swamp scumbags? By the way, check out Jeremy Harrell, drain the swamp on jeremyharrell.com. How is it that President Trump had these people around him? Well, like, you know, it was his first time in there. He didn't know what to expect. He's going to be a completely different uh, second term president. I guarantee you that. A completely different second-term president. But we now know that General Milley and Bill Barr were the two top officials that stopped President Trump from invoking the very um, uh, acts that he had signed that he had signed off on and he was ready to go with. And you want to know why? Because apparently President Trump was using rhetoric like you need to be hard on them. If you have to, be hard on them. These people only understand one thing and one thing only, and that's cracking skulls. Okay. Okay. Let's use rhetoric like that when they're burning, looting, and murdering. Huh? Are we a nation of, uh, 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 of, uh, uh, of courageous, strong-willed people who want nothing but greatness and law and order for our country? Or are we a, a nation of woke, crybaby, whiny, pound-on-your-desk liberals? Of course that's the only way they're going to hear anything if you crack their skulls. And if they're burning, looting, and murdering, maybe they deserve it. I'm not talking killing them, of course. But if you're going to be throwing and hurling things at police and putting people in jeopardy, terrorizing the world, what do you think is going to happen? General Milley and Attorney General Bill Barr are two of the worst swamp rats in history of this country. Wait until his second term. Wait. He's going to bring that fire, baby. You watch. Mark my words. Mark my words. Okay. Now the funny part. You guys ready for this? So lately I've been playing for you some great videos. I played one for the other day uh, from a guy who's in Jersey who does a great Trump impersonation, right? He, he, he's great at impersonating President Trump. And I did a, a GPS one for you the other day. Well, he's got a new one out. And it's, what would you do for a Klondike bar, President Trump? <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> you gotta check this out. This is incredible. I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Check this out. 
What would you do for a Klondike bar? We're talking about chocolate-coated and ice cream-loaded. It's the most highly respected, talented, tremendous ice cream sandwich, quite frankly, better than the world ever thought possible. And we asked the vice president, she's a disgrace, Kamala. We asked her what she would do for a Klondike bar. She said, I would even go down to the southern border for a Klondike bar. That's a big step because she's never been there, not even one time. <coughs> Anthony Fauci, we asked him, we said, what would you do? He said, I would take off both of my masks and never wear them again for a Klondike bar, believe it or not. He'd do that for a Klondike bar. <coughs> and Creepy Joe, he said he would stop sniffing hair for a Klondike bar. So we're going to take back our country one Klondike bar at a time and make America great again, believe me. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, that guy is incredible. <laughs> he says, he says, we even asked Creepy Joe what he would do, and he said he'd stop sniffing kids. Anthony Fauci would take off both his masks for a Klondike bar. <laughs> oh, man, did I need a laugh at the end of the day like that? Okay, folks, remember, all next week. I'm sorry that it's almost back-to-back weeks. I'm glad that I had the time back here for the studio for a whole week worth of great shows. But I will be on the road. You will be able to catch me throughout the day on Real America's Voice News. Get the America's Voice News app. Or you can go to www.americasvoice.news and whatever's on TV on that time will come up right on the front page. You just have to unmute the screen so you can actually hear it. I'll be doing hits throughout the days and of course the live events which are one hour specials at each of the locations that is Michigan, Illinois, and Wisconsin and of course I'll be doing live videos on the YouTube page that I I just created again and I'll be uploading videos to Rumble keeping you guys informed. Follow me on Telegram, follow me on Instagram and for all else go to jeremyharrell.com I'll try to get to you guys as much as I possibly can while I'm on the road and um We'll be doing some voice chats on Telegram, so if you're not there, be there. Because that's where all the cool kids are hanging out. You know what I mean? So, folks, happy Friday evening. Spend the weekend well with your families. If you're going to the Trump rally tomorrow, be safe, be happy, be amazing, be blessed. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, and get real. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you guys. I will see you Monday somewhere on the road on Telegram, on Instagram, on something. Rumble, YouTube, either way. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. See you later.